This is season two, episode four of the Going to Beyond the Food Pro series. And today is a group conversation. It's all about the success stories from some of our non-diet practitioner. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show Pro Edition. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, a global coaching and online training approach focused on helping women make peace with food and their bodies so they can live a fulfilling life right now. This special podcast series is designed for the health pro wanting to integrate the non-diet approach in their practice. So if you're a nutritionist, a health coach, a dietitian, a doctor, a therapist, or a fitness pro, this special podcast series is specially designed for you. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Welcome back, my dear sisters, my colleagues. Today I have a treat for you. You're not going to hear a lot from me, like 90% of the podcasts for this one is other people talking. So we just finished a group session in Zoom with some of the practitioners that are part of our non-diet mentorship, and we answered questions that you, the audience, submitted. So back about in the month of July or August, I did a survey to our practitioner professional community and people submit a question. And I also did something a couple days ago on Instagram. So I pulled all those questions together and the students, the other professional will answer them for you. At the end, we do a full round of wins and what the practitioner are going to be doing with the non-diet mentorship program. So you have to remember that we are in the fifth month of this program. It's a six month program. So we still have seven weeks to go. And all of them are out there with their program already. So they know exactly what they're doing. So they'll be able to chat to you about that. We're all about action, (laughs) action driven and taking the right action here. You'll hear a lot of them talk about self-coaching, and I wanted to give a background here. It's so evident for us because we are in this mode of managing our minds in the Beyond the Food Method, but for you out there who do not understand what self-coaching is, let me just give a little bit of background. So self-coaching is the mindset tool that we that I that I teach to my client and that that I teach to the practitioner in the non-diet program so that they can manage their own mind and then they will teach it to their clients. So it's the mindset tool that we are globally using at Going Beyond the Food. Self-coaching is from the world of cognitive behavior therapy. Some of you may know it also as thought work, right? Self-coaching, thought work, the model. These are all terms out in the world, it's um, it's all the same thing. So it's using the cognitive behavior therapy model in a format that we don't need a therapist. So it's self-practice. It's you practicing it on yourself. Um, and, and then that's what the girls will all refer to as self-coaching. It's a life-changing tool. Um, and that that, to me, is the number one reason why people in the non-diet program are fast tracking through all these steps in their business 
is because they're coaching themselves. I don't need to coach them. We teach them the structure, the framework, they practice it on themselves, and then they're using it through the entire mentorship program. And that's what makes them so successful in being able to cut through all the BS. I'm not going to use the other word because we may have little ears around, um, but that's the game-changing tool. And it's the game-changing tool for our client, right? When you, and I'm going to talk about me and my client business, my regular client business, when you look at all our program and all the testimonial we got, um, it's because of self-coaching. That's the game-changing tool in our business. So I wanted to give you a little bit of background on that. We have linked to all of the girls that were present uh, on that session. All of their account will be linked in the show notes if you want to go and check them out. And I think that's it. So without any further ado, welcome into our Zoom call. So ladies, welcome to the podcast. Are you guys excited? Woo! (laughs) Good. I think the people listening are excited too. So you guys, we have, I think it's 12 questions that were submitted either by email or by Instagram story. So we're going to get started right away. And the first one is, it's for Lindsay. This will be the most I have invested in my business. And I recognize the fear that goes with that. But I also know that this is the guidance and direction I have been searching for, but I'm scared. What would you answer to that, Lindsay? (laughs) (laughs) This question is meant for me because this is my question. I resonate with that 100% because this was the first time as well that I had invested this amount into my business and going with this concept for my business. So I had a lot of trepidation about what I was getting myself into, um, but also excitement as to what this could turn into. So what I would say to this person who's questioning this is that it is honestly the best investment in not only yourself, um, for myself in regards to my relationship with food and my body and all those skills that Stephanie helps teach and guide us, but also for the business, being able to um, narrow in on your focus and create using um, the non-diet approach that there's nowhere else out there that provides you the same format to not only build on yourself, but build your business in a way that is supportive. So it's a, an immense kudos to her because it really helped propel me in the direction that I wanted to go without really knowing what I was doing. I now am hugely confident. So you focus on the future and the vision. Exactly. Yeah. To get yourself over the fear. Yes. Good answer. Number two, I have been in the collection mode of information since I opened my business. Like who's been there getting all the freebies from everyone? Like, right. Like everybody's raising their hand. Yeah. Like we collect stuff. Um, And I really lack the application and efficiency of having a strategy for my session. Despite that, I still have success with my client moving away from dieting and improving their health. But I just consistently feeling like I'm reinventing the wheel and I have to remember what works, what doesn't work. Will the mentorship program help me structure my method in working with my client? 
And that's I, going um, for Kim. Yeah. I can tell you for sure that it will. Um, I was in the exact same position before the mentorship that this person's talking about. Um, I was coaching people just sort of one-offs, but I didn't have a program. And that was my goal in starting the mentorship was to create a signature program because I needed direction, right? Like I was also getting, or my clients were getting results when they were working with me and their mindset was changing and that was good. But I, as a coach, lacked the direction of this is where we're starting and this is where we're heading and having that system of, you know, we're doing this many sessions, there's these topics, this is what we're going to cover. And this is the expected outcome or the desired result that you can hope to see. So, you know, doing the program and creating my own signature program, just it gives you something to market and sell and to just, you know, to show your clients that there's a direction and there's a place that you're headed and a desired outcome. So they know what they're getting when they sign on with you. That's amazing. I was thinking as you guys are talking, like, would you have imagined five months ago, you would have been able to like answer those questions? No, no I, I, mean, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I'm looking at you and you could be giving this program on my, in my space instead of me. Like you're like so confident in answering the question. Like I'm like so impressed by you guys. Okay. Four question. You mentioned that the program will include all of your digital online program. How will this benefit me? Ember. Well, having the program online is really like having your learning at your fingertips. It allows you to have the flexibility to um, access the programs, like 24-hour access to resources and the programs, like when um, it fits into your life. So it's greatly beneficial to have everything online at once. And I know for you, it helped you create your own program, your own freebie as well, right? You're able to resource out what you had to create your own stuff. Yes, I was. I think that's for a lot of you, it gave you a base. That's what I see on how you're like sending me your stuff for feedback or look at your stuff. Like the base is there. You have something to look to, to frame yourself instead of the empty space of nothing. Right. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Being busy with working, um, you know, you have the time where you can set aside to dedicate to your learning because it's right there. No matter if you're up late or early mornings, everything is right there for you to have access to. So that's great. Thank you, Amber. You're welcome. Now we're going to go over to Chanel. I feel like a fraud. Three little dots. Who felt like a fraud like five or six months ago? (laughs) okay you guys can't see the hands but we have like more than 55 percent of people who said they felt like a fraud I know I did so I felt like a fraud I can't launch my business until I'm perfectly eating intuitively and have a perfect body image what do you answer to that question Chanel all right First of, I feel like there's no really such thing as ever feeling ready <laughs> because when I first started out the program, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll never be like smart enough or have like be knowledgeable enough to be able to teach this stuff. But you, Stephanie, you have such a way of 
showing us and giving us the tool that we need in order to like overcome those hurdles when it comes to um, trying to find perfectionism within um, the program. But even true, like especially one of the big issues for me coming into this program was that I had so many programs and stuff that I had done under my belt and I felt like it was still never enough. But the thing is, is that when you start with clients, like even though if you feel like you're not perfect with intuitive eating or with your body image, like you're still going to have so much information to give to your clients that they'll like be like, oh my God, wow, like this will change my life. Even like because with intuitive eating and as uh, anything else in life, it's always um, a learning process. So I feel like, yeah, there's no such thing as you know, feeling like you're going to be completely ready if it's something that you really want and you can see yourself doing, just like dive deep into it, trust the process. And the fact that you're going to allow yourself to trust the process and that you're, I feel it's going to make easier for your clients to relate to that even if you're not perfect, um, that you're just going to appreciate that much more about yourself. You've hit it on the nail. There's no such thing as perfection anywhere. Mm -hmm. right? With food, with body image, and with our business. Uh, the next question I'm going to go to you and me for, how do I use my communication to get more client? Um, I think communication is a two-way street. So before I joined this program, I actually had done another business program. And there's a lot of focus on talking and talking and talking to your clients or potential clients there's never the focus on just sitting and listening and being, you know, conscious about what people are struggling with. And that's one of the things that I really liked about this program, because being able to go through some of the programs that you offer and seeing ourselves in our potential clients' shoes helped to shape my communication messaging and what I put out there. So Obviously, we're trained, we know what we want to help our clients achieve, but sometimes it's hard for them to get there. So if you have whatever you need to put out there and you feel like, yes, I do know this, but then you don't give people the opportunity to give you the feedback and you don't take that feedback and figure out how can I be of service to other people, then it's really hard for people to come to you and it'll be really hard to get those clients that you're looking for. And one other thing I learned <laughs> from just taking this program is being able to focus in on my zone of genius because you want to learn everything and you want to do everything. And we do see this with our colleagues where it's like you have to show up here, show up there, show up there. But you're very good at helping us really focus on one or two areas where we're good at and then trying to bring that out and helping people see, okay, these are the ways that you can work with me and help me. So um, yeah. And then just finally, I think it's always good to make sure that whoever comes into your community, you make them feel welcome. Mm -hmm. So that comes through in your communication as well. How do you approach people? Are you preaching to them or are you trying to invite them into a space that they feel welcome? I call it yelling at people. Remember, <laughs> like there's so many people in the food freedom space that are just yelling at people constantly, right? And they yeah. wonder why things don't work is yelling doesn't work for anything. Exactly. It's a two way communication. Well, great answer. Okay. The next one is funny. I have a tendency to make things complicated. 
who here has that like that symptom in their life? I'm raising my hand like very high and like everybody in the room here is raising their hand. Okay. So this is something that we're all going to connect with. I have a tendency to make things complicated. How do I resist that? Lindsay. Oh, I have this exact tendency. And honestly, at the beginning of the program, I personally didn't do very well in resisting it. It was in Stephanie's teaching that really had me take a step back and look at, okay, what is the goal? Like one amazing part of your teachings and your programs is how goal focused you are. And um, as mentioned, how you bring out our zone of genius. And so instead of um, trying to do everything and do everything so perfectly, okay, let's focus in on the tasks at hand, work through those and move on to the next thing, which I mean, it got stuff done. And at the end of the day, the follow through is why I've accomplished so much in the short amount of time and working with you. But I also want to say this, you guys are coaching yourself, right? Like you're shaking your head, but can I get a summer sound to put on the podcast? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes, right? yes, absolutely. Yes. All the time. <laughs> right. So we learned self-coaching in the first month and then it's using it after that makes a difference in your business, right? Because I think with people sitting on the other side of this podcast listening, most of them don't have a tool to like restructure their mindset or their way of thinking. So they buy into their thoughts. They're entertaining the thoughts that it needs to be complicated because they don't feel good enough, right? We want to we want to make things super complicated so we people will see value because we don't think we're valuable as is, mm-hmm. right? If you yeah. didn't have self-coaching, would you have bought into the concept of complication? Go ahead, anybody. I see right raises. Probably. Yes. <laughs> right? Probably, right? <laughs> so you coach yourself out of this. Give yourself some credit. Okay, next. If a client doesn't reach their goal... That's a good one. If a client doesn't reach their goal, what does this mean about me as a coach, Kim? Yes, ironic. It has all to do with self-coaching. I know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so previous to this program, like four months ago, if someone didn't get results, I totally would have taken that personally as a coach. I would have thought that I failed them and I didn't give them enough support or help to get them the desired results. But This reason alone is probably the number one benefit in my mind of taking this mentorship is that the first thing that you learn as a coach is self-coaching. And then it's the first thing that you teach to your clients. So self-coaching, the self-coaching model means that all of the results that we're having in our life are because of the actions that we're taking and the actions that we take are because of the thoughts and feelings that we ourselves have, right? So When you teach that to your clients, they know right away that if they're not getting the results, it's because of the thoughts and feelings that they're having. And then my job as a coach is to help them process that, to work through their own thoughts and their own feelings and help them coach themselves to the desired result. But no, it doesn't mean anything about you as a coach. Everybody's coming into transformation from their own stage of readiness. So, you know, if you're 
coming up with frustration because of your client's results. That's your own thought and feeling that you have to process, but then you get to support them in their thoughts and feelings too. She's coaching you on self-coaching right now. (laughs) If you don't see it, Uh, that's great. I think that's one of the things that stops people. Like they will graduate from whatever thingy they're doing certification. They'll go on working with people and then quote, people don't get quote the result, whatever the result is. And then people then get coaches get stuck in paralysis because they think it's their problem. And then they don't move forward in their business. So working that your own mindset as a coach is what will power up your business to move forward, no matter which business you're in. Okay. Question number 10, how do I make money as a non-diet coach? So that has to be coming from someone who's currently in the diet culture model, which is a cool question. So if we don't sell meal plan and, and food of good and bad food lists and teach willpower, then how do we make money? Chanel, do you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm the living and breathing example of that because I'm a woman of uh, many passions. So I guess when it comes to being a non-diet coach or in the intuitive and body image realm, obviously there's the concept of doing like one-on-one work with the client, which is pretty traditional. So you can do the one-on-one, you can do group coachings. Uh, You can also have just like small cores that they can join and do at their own pace, but they're also much more than that. So if someone's more into wanting to just do more um, educational uh, content instead of doing one-on-one work, uh, you can go do presentation to the community. Me, myself, I've been doing cooking classes for I don't know how long, which I'll be transitioning into um, the non-diet approach in the new year. So that's also something that can be done um, going into like workplace or like schools and stuff. And you can educate others on the non-diet approach. Uh, you can have products too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it seems like for someone that goes, that's new into intuitive eating it can look like if it's pretty narrow or there's not a lot of option because it's new but that's also the exciting part about it because it's new there can be so many options and so many things that can be done with it so definitely a lot of different ways that you can make money as a non-diet coach and i'm gonna throw part b of answering to kim because kim is not like in the traditional model of nutritionist or health coach, she took that and made it something different for her. Mm -hmm. And my main business is personal training, um, fitness. So I mean, the fitness industry is um, pretty much owned by diet culture traditionally. So I wanted to offer something different. And um, this mentorship is fitted perfectly with with that. Yeah, it's about and I'll answer the next the next question, which is about how do I find my ideal client? This is what we do in the first month that we work together is find your niche and creating something where you're in your zone of genius. Somebody said that earlier, right? What is your zone of genius? What are you skilled to help people with? Where did you come from? And how do you want to use that into the world? And it does not have to be just one-on-one coaching on intuitive eating. It could be helping people with their exercise mindsets, right? 
I have someone, I haven't shared that with you, but somebody that's coming into the mentorship, the next wife, she's a skin therapist helping women with acne. Like this is going to be totally different, right? She's going to take her skin therapy and put it through the non-diet model because guess what she does right now? It's just restrictive diets and protocols and detox, right? For those who know the underlying condition of the skin. And she's just like, she's been through it herself, the ringer for, I think she was telling me eight or 10 years of restrictive diets and detoxes and protocol. She wants to find a new way of helping women with skin. And it all has to do with body acceptance and relationship to food and stress. Some people are clapping. You see, that's how we create your ideal client. That's how we create your niche. And there's so many different ways to Think about it in the same way where everything right now has the undertone of diet culture, skin therapy, fitness, nutrition, cooking classes, right? I'm looking at who's in the room here. It's all co-opting diet culture. You can do all these things without co-opting diet culture. So the world is your oyster to what you want to do. You just want to do it without co-opting diet culture. That's very inspirational. Okay, the last question is going to go to everyone. I've received this one on Instagram yesterday. I put a Q&A box and I've received this one that came in the most. We want to hear your wins. Wins personally, but wins in your business or whatever the wins was or haha moment that you have. So I'm going to start at the top of the screen. We have a multiple zone here. So I have Amber at the top. You want to get us started with your wins? I would say one of my biggest wins is changing my mindset around food and um, body image, which in turn is also showing my closest friends, my kids, everybody around me is seeing just the change in, in attitude and just a lot of changes that comes with not being so restricted and always having to conform to being on a certain diet and structure. So I say it starts from me first and shining that light out into the community and helping the ones that are around me and seeing it first, firsthand. Since it's going to be our last go around, do you mind guys sharing what you're going to do with this or what your business is about? So Amber, do you want to, as you close us, tell us what you're doing with the non-diet mentorship for yourself? Yes. So I am creating um, a business line that helps to empower Black women to dismantle the control that diet culture has had um, on our lives so that they can live fulfilled, um, you know, full lives after this and also getting them to understand like where it really all starts from the very beginning. Like I'm peeling back layers from the root, from the root cause of why we have been so oppressed and wanting to stay within diet culture. So helping out my community with that. I'm getting the goosebump. <laughs> She's in the niche by her own. Like this in 10 years from now, this is going to be so different, but right now you're one of the, only person like probably we can count them on our ends that do that so very excited to see that Lindsay your wins and what you're doing in your business now yes so my wins I would say my biggest win is um the self-coaching model and stopping the overcomplication that would leave me to paralysis you mentioned that before and that is exactly uh what I have a tendency to do And so I was able and continuing uh, to be able to work through 
those goals. The vision that I had is coming to light. I've been able to accomplish things in four months that I didn't think was possible because of being able to narrow down, filter through the fluff and take action. And so um, what I am doing with the program is I am working with uh, diabetics, type one diabetics right now in particular, um, helping them to find their food freedom and to move outside of the pressures and shame that often come in living with a chronic condition and having to feel as though you have to eat in a certain way and conform to certain rules and norms. So um, we are creating an all foods fit world for type ones out there. Groundbreaking program. There's nothing else like that for type one in the world right now. So groundbreaking. Awesome. Kim, over to you. Well, I have many wins. I'll try to keep it brief. I think the biggest is is self-coaching, um, both for myself and for my clients. Just having that tool, it, it changes everything. Changes everything. Beyond that, I've started a podcast. So that's a huge <laughs> win. Yeah, that's we didn't even talk about that yet, but that's a big part of the program too, is launching your communication channel. So I know I, I get paralyzed with self-doubt and I would never ever have had the confidence to launch that without this program so that's been amazing Um, and then my other big win is that I have created my signature program I'm creating it as I go I guess it's not fully created yet but I've had five women enroll in it um, which the revenue from that covered the cost of the mentorship. So that was a huge win. So if you're worried about the cost of the mentorship, just know you can pay it off before you're even done. So what I've, what I'm creating is a body acceptance um, program that helps women heal their body image and their relationship to exercise so that they can exercise as a means of self-care and not as a way to control and shrink their bodies. What's the name of your podcast? The Joyful Movement Show. Awesome. And Lindsay, you forgot to mention your podcast. Yeah, I've, I've just done so many things since being with you. I guess yeah, so I recently launched one as well, the Intuitive Diabetic Podcast. So be sure to check that out. Awesome. And I want to come back to Amber before we walk away. Did you decide on your YouTube channel? Amber is going to do a YouTube channel. Did you yes. decide? Amber Gage. Perfect. So we can look look her up. We'll have her on the podcast also, on my podcast too, when she's ready to launch her YouTube. Okay, cool. Down to the left, Chanel, your win and what you're doing with the mentorship program. All right. So I feel there's two big wins that I can immediately think of. One, the self-coaching model that we learned was absolutely life-changing. I remember going into the program, procrastinating all the time because I was so afraid of not being good enough and that thinking I wasn't knowledgeable enough. It wasn't for me. I was like, Oh, well, it's, there's no point in starting like in the first place. So with the whole self-coaching model, um, it absolutely like changed my views in terms of how I now um, launch my business and how I do everything. So absolutely. It was beautiful. Um, aside from that, one of the other big wins is that, I had on my social media accounts over on Instagram and Facebook, um, I was doing probably, it was really like a mess. I had a bunch of stuff on there, (laughs) all my offerings. It was just clashing together anyway. And through 
your help, Stephanie, and like really like putting stuff together to, so that it makes more sense. When I finally started teaching about intuitive eating, specifically on one account, um, probably about, it had not even been like four weeks that I had started talking about intuitive eating and then I actually finally launched my program. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is new. People are not going to get it. Nobody's going to be interested in like joining the program. And like, not even like two days after like launching the information out there about my program, I had inquiries for like over 10 discovery calls. Um, and then in the end, ultimately I was able to sign two women into my program with like little information like in terms of like you know I didn't have a big social media platforms in terms of you know intuitive eating stuff so once you get past the fear of it not working out and you just throw yourself out there like it was just super overwhelming all well in a good way all the women that were really ready to learn more about intuitive eating so I know like for anyone that's debating in joining and switching their um, practice to going with the non-diet approach, like there's more than enough women ready out there and wants to learn more. Um, so that would have been my big wins in terms of what I'm doing. I'm going with more targeting the part of healthism. So I know Stephanie has talked about that on a few episodes on her podcast, but it's really about helping women who have food obsession, but also obsession around health and wellness. So how to stop obsessing and trying to find your perfect health and chasing all the wellness diets and stuff like that. And just being really able to come at a peak, uh, come at peace and heal a relationship with food or body and health. Um, so that's been kind of like my pet with intuitive eating, but I find that this is where I'll be able to best help other women do the same. Um, my program is currently closed for enrollment. We're in the first week. Um, so you guys keep an eye out for next year. That's it. I love that. She's pitching herself. You go girl. <laughs> um, and Chanel is a serial entrepreneur. How many business do you have? <laughs> um i have well that would be my third one the cooking you've got bars you've got some yeah. kind of dinner thingy uh it's so many things yes <laughs> but she had never been a coach yep never. until this yep <laughs> and you're launching a podcast as well correct yes so that should be at the start of next month perfect awesome you know me, your turn. You're going to close us off. Your win and what you're doing with this program. Hey, just like many people here, I think that self-coaching has been one of the biggest things that has been helpful for me, not just for myself as a business owner, because doing running a business scared the crap out of me. So I've been able to get my mindset in a better place. And like Kim said, realizing that when I'm working with my clients, it's not about me, not about them. And it's just about working through those mindsets and the emotions and how they control our actions. But on a personal level, I've been able to use that as well, even 
as a mom, because obviously I'm trained with Evelyn Triboli and Elise Rich in the IE certification. But what I found that this program added to me was the portion of being able to sustain those changes that come with intuitive eating. Because yes, you do get the basics and the groundwork with um, the intuitive eating certification, but this program actually just helps to take it up a little bit more and that's one thing that I feel I will be able to take into my program as I'm helping women. My program is the Thriving Mom Food Freedom for Busy Moms program. And our aim is just to help busy moms heal their relationship with food, but also help their children, um, raise children who are confident eaters. And that being able to add the self-coaching model to the mom so they know it's not their responsibility I do talk about Ellen Satter's division of responsibility, but I feel like the self-coaching model really will help the women to understand what their role is and how they can influence their children, whether in a positive or negative way, based on their own mindset. So that's a huge thing. And as well, I have a podcast that's coming out at the end of November. It's going to be called The Thriving Mom Podcast, and it'll be all about moms and body image and intuitive eating. And of course, the children, because we all know feeding kids, it's fun. So yeah, I'm excited for that. And we forgot a question. Like you reminded me, we I skipped over that question, but there was a question from someone who talked about intuitive eating, the training certification with Evelyn, which you and me and yes. me both have done. What is the difference between that and this program here? Um, I think it depends on the business model that someone's trying to do. So I do have a training in dietetics and what we're trained is focused a lot on medical nutrition therapy. So if you, you know, again, we've already established here that a lot of the things that are going on are steeped in diet culture. And I find that with Evelyn's training, it's really good to help to give people that structure. And when you do the training, obviously she's there. If you have case studies, you can go through that with her. You learn with other dietitians. And yeah, that's helpful from that perspective. But what I find with this program, like I said, the self-coaching, but also this program is quite open. You don't have to be a nutritionist or a dietitian to be able to get it, to be able to use what you're learning to teach or coach your clients through. So if someone is more focused on medical nutrition therapy, I think the IE certification would help them because then you're thinking from a clinical perspective, it's giving you that background information to be able to support your clients in that way. But if you're not thinking about going the clinical route, then this program, I feel it's all encompassing and it'll really help you because you do also touch on the intuitive eating basics. And yeah, just add the self-coaching model and go out and change the world. That's amazing. And I think that's one of the things I say to everyone when I give your consultation or your interview, like we in this program here are not equipped to deal with people diagnosed with eating disorder. I make that clear from the beginning. This is not our realm. This is not our field. This is when we refer out, right? We refer out when people have a diagnosis. And I think that would be one of the big difference is that Evelyn addresses it a lot in the context of medical clinical yes. aspects and based on eating disorder, which are life-threatening, right? Mm -hmm. We coach differently. We coach for people that are not diagnosed with an eating disorder for what I call the average, unfortunate women that got hit in the back of the head by diet culture all of her life. Right. Um, so thank you for that. You know, me awesome. 
Thank you very much. We're going to link to all their profile, either their website or IG in the show notes. And it was fun doing this. Was it fun? Yes. Yeah. For inviting us. See, you could do that with a bunch of your clients. When you graduate your clients from your program, you bring them onto Zoom and then you record that and you put it on your podcast. This is how I teach. Lead by example. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys enjoy this as much as I did? Like, I'm like glowing. I'm a proud mama of seeing all these women out there rocking their business and doing it in a way that's going to change the world. It'll be a game changer for all of their clients and the next generation of women. I'm so proud of them. Uh, You're probably going to see this video also floating somewhere. So either way, I'm very excited for what we did for you today. And I just wanted to mention that we do have our last webinar uh, for our professional on Thursday, November the 11th. So if you're listening to this live, you should go and register for it. And then I'll teach you the steps for you to create a business that is profitable business in the non-diet model. I'm going to talk about the three mistakes I see all practitioners do when building their business. The real reason why you're not making progress and hint has to do with mindset. And then the seven step to build your business, exactly what I taught those health pros on how to build their business. I'll teach you the seven step in that webinar. And then you can listen to this podcast to see what happened when you do follow it. Um, that's on Thursday. If you're listening to this in a replay and you're past November the 11th, still follow the links in our show notes. You'll be able to watch it on replay. You'll be able to register, give me your email, and I'll send you the video to watch it in replay. The Beyond the Food Mentorship Program application process is closing um, within the next 10 days in November. We're going to have all our students in by the end of November because we start an, a pre-session in December. Uh, even though the program doesn't start till January, me and you are meeting to do an intake session and to do some skill set analysis and take a pulse on your business and getting you some things to think about before we start in January. If you're listening to this after, you can register for the waitlist for the next wave of the program in June of 2021. On that note, sisters, I love you and I will see you on the next podcast episode. And we have a guest, actually. We're going to have Stephanie Long on the podcast to talk about how to get started in a brand new business. You don't want to miss this. 